Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 229 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I am going to give you the must-have tips and guide to being social and also booze-free. Now, I know what you're thinking. Can these two things exist at the same time and actually enjoy yourself? Absolutely. I am living proof and I'm here to give you my tips and tricks on how to be social and booze free at the same damn time. Now, before we get into it, I would be very rude of me if I did not invite you to our live podcast event. Now, if you're looking to be social and booze free, this is the place to do it. This is a perfect opportunity to meet like-minded women at our live podcast event. And now you're probably thinking, what the heck happens at a live podcast event? Well, it's like listening to the podcast, but unedited, raw, and in real time. So I will have a panelist of three amazing women. One of the women is Bronwyn from The Real Housewives of Orange County. She's hilarious and such a good time and a huge advocate for recovery and sobriety and always down to talk about her experience. Second of all, I have Faye from Bon Buzz, who is the CEO of Bon Buzz, which is an amazing non-alcoholic adapted in drink. And she talks about her spectrum of sobriety and her mindful drinking. And last but not least, we have Kate from Clear Headed. She also has a podcast and also curates Really amazing wellness tips to help you get sober, but also stay sober and living sober and what that looks like. So she has some really good tips and tricks and she's just an all around good time. Always great conversations with Kate for sure. So this live podcast event will be on October 8th in Los Angeles. We would love to see you there if you are in the Los Angeles area or want to take a trip to LA come and hang out with us on October 8th. You can get tickets in the link in our bio on Instagram or on the website at a sobergirlsguide.com. 
All right, so let's get into it. Socializing and being booze free. First of all, we gotta talk about the elephant in the room. The limiting beliefs we have about being sober. Now you probably thought, oh my God, it's gonna be so boring. I'm gonna have major FOMO. Everyone looks like they're having so much fun and I'm just sitting here like a bump on the log. And yeah, that is exactly what you're going to see if you keep those limiting beliefs up, right? So you are only limiting your possibilities. You are the one who is limiting yourself. And I know it's hard because maybe you haven't experienced this yet. But the key word is yet. You haven't experienced it yet. And the only thing from you know, turning that yet into, oh yes, I've, I have done that or I've experienced that is actually allowing yourself to go there. So opening yourself up to the possibilities. You know, if we go into a situation thinking, oh my God, this is going to be so boring. I'm going to want to leave. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to know what to talk about. Like I'm not going to have any fun. People are going to be drinking and just looking at me like I'm a total alien that's the vibe you're going to get because that's the vibe you're going into the situation with. So let's first and foremost, let's acknowledge our limiting beliefs about being sober and about going to events sober. And now when I say events, these can be any social events. So this can be like house parties. This can be going to a bar or restaurant or to a bridal shower or to a baby shower Whatever event you are going to where there's a group of people that include more than just you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, that would be considered an event. So let's, let's keep, let's check our limiting beliefs is what I'm trying to say, right? We all have them. Let's try and just open ourselves up. I'm not saying that you need to completely change your mind this, right this instant, but let's just acknowledge that they're, they're there, right? They're running in the back of your mind, even if you don't want to acknowledge it. And let's try to keep an open mind when we're going into this, because every new situation, our mind loves to play tricks on us and loves to like form all these assumptions to keep us safe. That's why they do it. That's why we fill in the gaps. When we are experiencing something we don't know, or we're kind of going into a new unknown territory, our, our brains, our minds like to make up certain situations of how it could be or what could happen in order to protect us and to keep us safe. And that's part of defense mechanisms, right? That, that's keeping us, you know, from being blindsided or completely thrown off guard. But I'm telling you right now in this certain situation, it's not helping you. It's not helping you keep sobriety as a top priority and keeping you know your this this change you're trying to make with alcohol and your relationship with it it's making it a little bit more difficult because we're falling into assumptions and you know what happens when we assume right we make out an ass out of you and me so let's just try and be open that's all i ask of you all right moving on The second thing we need to talk about is when we're going to an event is your sobriety and your peace of mind needs to be top priority. Where our energy goes, that's where energy flows, right? So if our goal 
And we want to keep sober, to stay sober, to be sober, whatever stage of the game you are at, your sobriety and your peace of mind needs to be number one. Now, the reason why this is important is because we've all fallen victim to these patterns and these cycles, right? Maybe we open ourselves up. We don't want to have FOMO. We don't want to miss out on on anything. And so we push ourselves and we go to a, a certain event or put ourselves in certain situations where we do not have our best interests at heart. We're going because we don't want to be left out. We're going because whatever, whatever reason you're going to something is completely valid and warranted at that time, but it's also not keeping yourself, your goals, your sobriety, your peace of mind in the forefront, okay? So what happens is you fall into those patterns, right? You see everyone drinking and at events, we, we got to be honest with ourselves, Not everyone is like us. Not everyone is trying to change their relationship with alcohol, okay? So there's going to be people drinking. There's going to be people having a good time. Maybe even people getting drunk. Maybe even people getting sloppy. Who knows, okay? But what I'm trying to drive home at is I want you to worry about you and what is important to you, and now if you're listening to this podcast and to this episode, chances are sobriety is important to you and you would like to try it out or you would like to maintain it, right? Or you wouldn't really be here. So let's take the next step and actually actively make it a priority. Because when you don't, you will break these, you will fall into these patterns, Okay, you will fall back into this trap. You will get sucked in. It's like it's like talking to that that toxic ex or going back to that relationship that didn't work 78 times before, but you know what? You're like, "Well, maybe 79 is lucky for us." You know, and they're saying all the right things or doing all the right things in the first 2 weeks, and then what happens? After 2 weeks, same things, same patterns, same routine, and you're in the same situation and you're just kicking yourself and you're like, what happened? How did I fall for this again? And these little things seem maybe insignificant at first and they seem like little little things, but they are just chipping away at your self-confidence, at uh, your uh, autonomy for yourself, your respect for yourself, you are undermining just little pieces of yourself every time you do not make your needs and wants a priority, you are chipping away at pieces of yourself and the most important pieces of yourself. And that's why you're lacking the self-confidence. That's why you are going down that shame spiral. That's why you feel guilty. Because you know, deep in your heart of hearts, that you're not doing your best for yourself. You are not putting yourself first. And for a lot of women, that's really hard. It seems really selfish. It seems really foreign. It's extremely uncomfortable. So if you're uncomfortable, congratulations, you're on the right track. But 
we need to break these patterns. We need to break these, the cycle, these habits. So when you're going out or when you're preparing to go out or even thinking about attending an event, I want you to ask why. Why is this a time for me to go out? Why is this maybe something, a group of friends that I, I am considering going back with? If you know these group of friends, you know, all you really have in common in the past was drinking. You know, why are you tempted to fall back into that relationship? What is pulling you back? Is it exciting? Is it the, you know, maybe the thrill of not knowing what could happen? That's very plausible and also very valid. You know, it's, we, we crave excitement. And for some of us, we crave the drama. We crave that push and pull, that will they, won't they, you know, that up and down, that roller coaster, those epic highs and those really, really disastrous lows. Like some of us get off on that and that's okay. But that's also something to be aware of, right? Bringing all these things to the forefront so you have no shadows or secrets that are going to creep up on you and be like, oh, wow, that kind of seemingly came out of nowhere. When, you know, if you, if you think about it and do a little self-awareness, it's been there the whole time. You've just been kind of trying to shove it down or deny it or, you know, not acknowledge it because some of these parts, it's, it doesn't feel great to acknowledge that, hey, I'm addicted to the drama. I, I am dramatic and I want to know what could or could not happen. You know, that's part of life. We, we love a little excitement. We love a little rush. But at what cost? It's not that cute to fall into that drama cycle and simultaneously undermine and chip away at yourself. It's not, that's, the, that's borderline, that's a toxic relationship with yourself, you know, if I ever heard one. You know, it's not something that someone that loves and respects themselves subjects themselves to. You know, putting yourself in the light of fire. You know, if I, t- if I told you that, hey, that candle is hot and you just put your hand over the flame and kept it there because who knows, maybe it wouldn't be hot for you or, or maybe you could withstand the, the, the pain or maybe, 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 maybe this, that, that and the other. You know, it's the thrill of maybe something would change. Maybe something, maybe I can make it change. Or maybe it'll be different for me. Or maybe I will get this badge of honor for toughing it out. I don't know why we're so obsessed with like making things harder on ourselves. You know, it's like, it's not hard. It doesn't feel like we've earned it unless it's really hard and really difficult. And we've overcome this huge obstacle. That, that This is not the name of the game. Life is hard enough. It's 2023. It's hard enough. You're good. You don't need to put any more challenges or weight on your shoulder. So let's keep it simple. When you make sobriety and your peace of mind a top priority, things automatically shift and change and fit into place. So ask yourself right here, right now, 
is going to this event, is hanging out with this group of friends, is this what I need to put my sobriety and peace of mind as a top priority? Would someone who loves and respects themselves and respects their desire to change their relationship with alcohol, is this the move to make to keep that goal intact, to keep your sobriety and to keep your peace of mind in the... I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. The forefront. Another prompt or question to ask yourself is, is this event helpful or hurtful to my sobriety? Is there a chance that I could drink? Or is there a chance that I want to drink at this event? And why? Why do I feel like I need to drink? Do I have a little anxiety and am I nervous? Uh, Do I not, again... Do I not know what's going to happen? And so my mind is racing and trying to fill in the gaps. And in the past, I've used alcohol to maybe quiet that anxiety or that nervousness. Possibly. So is is going to this event, is attending this or hanging around this group of friends, is this going to be helpful or hurtful to my sobriety? And another question to ask yourself, is this necessary? Are you going to be setting yourself up for failure by attending this event or by going to so-and-so's house or by hanging out with this group of friends at the bar or this restaurant? 
Is it necessary? Most of the time, it's not. Like, I understand work situations and you need to show face, yada, yada, yada. But most of the time, it's not entirely necessary. And if you're going to go into a situation where you know that you might be setting yourself up for failure, what would a person do that loves and respects themselves? What would they do? How would they act? How would someone act that puts their sobriety and their peace of mind on the top, top priority for themselves? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. All right. By this point, you're probably thinking, wow, this is such a buzzkill and I'm probably never going to be social or go to another event in my life. Great. Thanks, Jessica. (laughs) And I have to say, this is not forever. This is just for right now. And you are never, ever missing out when you are getting your shit together. This is not forever. This is just for right now. And like I said, in order to keep your sobriety and your peace of mind as a top priority, sometimes we need to sit, sit some things out. And that's okay. But this is not forever. But you need to have this foundation in order to make the next step, in order to feel confident in yourself and your sobriety and feel like You can handle any situation, really, because at the end of the day, like, I don't want to keep you locked up like Rapunzel in a tower and, and, and keep you isolated from people. Like, that is not living. That is not life. It's just, that's just not how this works. And like, also, not fun, not exciting, definitely falling into those limiting beliefs of sobriety. But for right now, to make sure you build this strong foundation and rebuild this trust and respect with yourself, sometimes you're going to need to sit things out. And by doing that, 
you build, you rebuild that self-confidence. You rebuild that trust within yourself. You rebuild that respect you have for yourself because you wake up knowing that you have taken care of yourself, that you haven't put yourself in harm's way just for the thrill of it or just for the excitement or just for the immediate gratification of seeing this person or that person or catching up on gossip or whatever it may be, whatever it may be. We need to get, this is an inside job. We need to get right within ourselves and we need to take care of ourselves. This is not forever. This is just for right now. These are the steps to make sobriety your superpower. These are the steps to take to feel great about yourself so then you can go out and put yourself in any situation. You can sit at the bar with all the bottles of alcohol and it not bother you one bit because you have done the work, because you have built this strong, beautiful foundation with yourself. But you won't get to know yourself and you won't get to build this this relationship with yourself if you don't take the time to actually do it. Okay, so we're going out. We're doing it. You want to go out. You want to be social. You feel like you are ready to take this challenge on. Awesome. Let's have a plan. Now, I know when you hear the word plan, you're like, oh my God, that is way too strict. That is too rigid. Ugh. I get it. And I used to be like that too. But the beauty of having a plan is that allows for so much more to happen within the plan. So if you have this like basic outline or structure and you're prepared, so much more things can happen because you're comfortable and you can always rely and lean back on your plan. So I'll give you kind of an example of a loose plan that I, I use when I go out. So I like to know when I'm going to arrive. I like to know when the party starts. I like to know when and plan my arrival. When I get there, definitely get a drink in hand. Either I'm bringing non-alcoholic options for myself or I'm getting whatever they have at the location. If it's even like soda water with a little mint and lime juice, whatever it is, I always like to have something in my hand. It just feels extremely awkward like what do you do with your hands where do you put your hands do you put them in your pocket do you like hold them behind your back it's just odd to me it just feels too out of place and I feel like it's easier to like have a conversation because you have that muscle memory of having a drink in your hand like you know what to do with your hand it's it's natural so I always grab a drink and I always If there is an opportunity, like if it's a house party, a more relaxed kind of event, I will definitely bring my own because there are so many amazing alternatives out there and just like really fun, inclusive options that make it feel really exciting. Part of the plan is also to have an intention, who I'm going to talk to, what I'm going to talk to them about, and Maybe it's just to catch up with a couple friends I haven't seen in a while, but I always like to have an intention in the background. 
I also feel like once I have met that intention for myself, that it also gives me a, a reason to be okay with leaving, actually. Like to be like, okay, I've come here, what I've planned to do. Great, mission accomplished. And now it's time to take my sexy, sober ass home. Um, and I also like to know kind of when I would like to be home by when I would like to leave the party. I also definitely have, and this comes with experience, there's always a witching hour. There's always a time when people are just going to get too drunk or have had too many drinks and you're just on completely different levels that it is definitely not fun anymore and it is time to leave. Um, my, old, my friend used to say, nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. And I kind of get it. Like, I understand, especially when you're not drinking. You're like, eh, you know, everything's been said. The only thing that happens after 12 is people get drunker. They keep drinking. They tell the exact same stories over and over again. It's like everything on repeat. Nothing new really happens. So, yeah, I kind of stand by that saying that nothing really good or exciting happens after 12 anymore. So that is a perfect way to exit. You know, you've come, you've had your plan, you've arrived when you got there, you have your drinks in hand, and you've set your intention and mission accomplished. Now it's time to go home. You've had a great evening. And guess what? You're still sober. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that sounds really rigid and really boring. Understand that this is not forever. This is just for right now. Maybe in the future, you will stay out later. Maybe in the future, you will try different things. But this is just a blueprint and a plan to help you stay prepared and stay on track. Because like I said, sobriety and peace of mind is your top priority here. And we achieve those goals by having a plan and action, by having a little bit of structure. Now, last but not least, you're going to deal with other people than yourself. This is the whole point of being social, right? So you are probably going to get asked if you would like a drink. I'm actually shocked when I'm not asked that question because to me, I think it is polite to ask someone if they would like a drink. They don't necessarily know you are not drinking alcohol, but I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that they want to help you. They want you to have fun. They want you to be taken care of. Now, the riddle here is what is being taken care of? What does fun look like? And for our society and, you know, up until now, socializing and having fun included drinking alcohol. So not everyone has caught up to speed and that is completely okay. You are. It is your job to keep, like I said, your sobriety and your peace of mind as your top priority. And when you do that, pieces of the puzzle will fit into place. The second most common question followed by, can I get you a drink, is why aren't you drinking? And to this question, I mean, I have a laundry list of really hilarious, sarcastic, and, you know, somewhat snarky remarks to that. But I think we also need to talk about why people ask this. And it 
says a lot about them and their response to your response, says a lot about them and their inner workings and their inner thoughts about alcohol and drinking and their relationship with alcohol than it does on you. You know, we're all, we all reflect our inner thoughts and our inner feelings by reacting. Um, So when someone asks if you're not drinking, I like to say, because I'm so much cooler without it and I'm good. Also, no thank you is a complete statement. You don't need to necessarily explain or justify or go into a long-winded story. You know, gauge the time and place and the person you are also talking to. Is this really appropriate to go into your whole backstory of why you don't drink alcohol or why you've chosen not to drink? Maybe at this particular event or this particular month or this year. Um, Is it really necessary to get into the long-winded story? Sometimes it is. Sometimes, you know, you have a really good connection or sometimes it's with a friend that you love, trust, and respect and feel safe that you can be vulnerable and tell that story. But most times, meh, not really necessary. And so that's that's it. It's just not necessary. So you don't need to go there. And if you're feeling like you are being pushed or maybe pressured into explaining yourself, you can always walk away or excuse yourself from the situation. You are not a tree. You can leave. Um, You can go and talk to someone else across the room, or you can just say, don't feel like getting into it. No, thank you. Again, those are complete sentences. And like I said before, anyone who is going to ridicule you or push or prod or trying to get more information out of you, it says so much more about them and their relationship with alcohol and how they view themselves and their, you know, their perspective on the world. Essentially, we are all viewing this world in different lenses, right? We all have a different perspective of different situations. And so to me, that reaction says so much more about them than it does about you. So please take care of yourself. This is This is the name of the game, making your sobriety and your peace of mind a top priority. Everything else will kind of trickle in and fall into place. Ask yourself, is this this action that I'm about to take, is this putting my sobriety and my peace of mind at the top of my list right now? Is this helpful or is this hurtful to my sobriety? And is it necessary? Is it needed? Sobriety is about taking care of yourself and your needs and your wants, which most likely you've been neglecting for a long time. So now is your time to shine. And last but not least, I hope you have fun. I hope you dance like nobody's watching. I hope you scream, cry, laugh till your tummy and your cheeks hurt. This is life. I hope you enjoy yourself because you deserve it. And I hope these tips and tricks have helped you build that self-awareness and build that foundation that is so necessary in order to keep your sobriety at the forefront 
and a top priority so you can live the life that you've always dreamed of and just feel damn good about yourself. Yes, a lot of this starts with you and is a lot of inner work, but it is also extremely, extremely helpful to have a group of like-minded women who are there, who got your back to support you. If you are looking for support in changing your relationship with alcohol, head to a sobergirlsguide.com because we got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. From the Sober Girls Social Club to group coaching to any of our worksheets and workbooks, we have you covered. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a sober girls guide. And remember, sharing is caring. If you have a friend, a family member, or loved one who needs to hear something in this episode or any of our other episodes, please make sure to share it along. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.